For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Tuesday morning. And uh, it's still a little damp out there, but it seems like things are starting to, you know, lighten up a bit. If you are heading out, you might want to bring a jacket today and you might want to have it be one of those jackets that, uh, you know, doesn't absorb the wetness, but doesn't absorb the damp moisture in the air. And I went out and got a new jacket yesterday because... I put on the jacket that I normally wear in the fall, and it's way too big. It was always too big anyway. Like, for some reason, the sleeves on this thing are, I think it's supposed to be a straight jacket, really. Like, that's how long they are. And I went to put it on yesterday because when I got dressed up to to go to the wake, uh, I originally had put on my my clothes for that in the morning before I realized it was pouring and I was going to put this jacket on over it to kind of keep myself dry. And the jacket was just way too big. So I was like, well, got to go get a new jacket. That's, that's not something I'm going to mess around with. I'm, I, I want the exact same jacket. It's, it's from Walmart. It's nothing fancy, but I like the fact that it rain and, and even snow, if you want to wear it when it's wintertime, just bounces right off this thing, but it's still, it's warm when you need it to be warm, but it's not too warm when the weather's like this. So I went in there, and thankfully they had them out. And I got two sizes down. Yeah, I think two sizes down from what the one that I had was. I was like, oh, oh, my, my hands actually stick out of the sleeves in this one. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> so pretty, uh, pretty happy to have a jacket, even though I will do everything I can to avoid wearing it. I am that seventh grade kid that you have to yell at to, to take a jacket to school and says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I never bring it. Or if I do bring it, I leave it on the bus or leave it in school because I never put it on. That's me all over. And then in the winter time, I always wear leather jackets. And I'm sure some of you vegans will come at me for that. But when I was a kid, all I wanted was, was a leather jacket. I thought they were the coolest Obviously, my family, you know, five kids, they're not buying me leather jackets, but I always wanted one. And then I was a junior, sophomore or junior in high school, and I got one at the Salvation Army, and it wasn't great. It was brown when I wanted black, and it was, you know, not really the style that I would want, but 
wearing that out in the snow, I was like, oh, yeah, leather jackets are the way to go. And I've just had one ever since. The one that I have now, I've been wearing for probably a decade. But I don't even know if the zipper still works because I never zip my jackets anyway. But I was like, I'm going to have to get a new leather jacket this year. And I, because this is, the, I'm not kidding you. The one that I was wearing was a 4X. So I have no idea, like, what style do I want to get? This is no longer a matter of just going out and buying whatever leather jacket I find. This is, I can pick what I want. Do I get a, a, a biker style? Do I get a, you know, like a Kenneth Cole reaction? Oh, lots of things to figure out. This is, uh, this is a lot of work. If I had realized there was going to be this much decision, decision making. No, I'm just kidding. 508-996-0500. Um, I just got a message here from Carol Ann in Asonet regarding the discussion from the previous hour. So I'm going to read that. Oh, hold on. I just hit the wrong thing. Give me a second. Hold on. I'll get there. And then we'll take a call that's on the line, but we still have room for you at 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in, or you can leave an, a, an app chat message, or you can leave an open line voicemail. So Carol Ann Anasonet writes, regarding Ukraine, so many callers say, what about our country? What about our people? Do they realize there are billions of dollars in frivolous government spending and waste, inflated salaries, perks, empty and defunct programs, etc.? Where is the demand for these receipts? Yeah, we send humanitarian aid to a war-torn country and everyone loses their mind about their money going to Ukraine. If you only knew how your government wastes your money every single day, stop using your trumped-up concern, pun intended, about money as a mask for your political agenda. You don't understand the potential repercussions if Ukraine doesn't receive the aid they need. Uh, so let's uh, go to the phones now, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hi, Tim. I'm going to share a good jacket story with you, if All you right. don't mind. Yeah. Um, my cousin's mother used to be a sample maker at one of the local mills. You know, so she'd make the, the samples, and then the buyers would come and decide whether they wanted to purchase it for their stores. So anyway, we used to get a lot of jackets that she had made, whatever, and my cousins remember, well, my one cousin in particular remembers getting a jacket, and he really didn't like it. He hated it. And he didn't want to wear it to school because the kids were going to make fun of him. So what he did was he buried his jacket in the yard. His father was doing, like, some work around the yard, so there were big piles of dirt, big holes, whatever. So he buried his jacket. No oh, man. And he told his parents. That he lost it. You know, they were like saying, well, what did you do with it? Did you leave it in school? No, no, I lost it. I lost it. Well, that spring when everything thawed out and whatever, my uncle found the jacket that had been buried. <laughs> so my cousin got into a little bit of trouble. I would think so, yeah. But anyway. I I once had a jacket that it was a, a like a green, dark green, like a hunter green uh, Nike winter jacket. And I bought it, you know, probably at Salvation Army or something. And I loved it. I wore it all the time. Like if I, you know, because like I said, I wear a leather jacket in the wintertime, but not if I have to go out and shovel. If I have to go out and shovel, I need a good snow jacket for that. And this was perfect for that. And it was time to, it was time to uh, go out and shovel and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like digging through the closet, looking under the bed, can't find where it might have gone. And so I said to, you know, at the time I was married, I said to my wife, I was like, have you seen my green Nike jacket? And she was like, no, no, I haven't seen it. But it was like kind of suspicious. 
And then later on, like in the spring, I was cleaning out something and I found it kind of behind the dresser, like wedged between the closet and the dresser. And I said, how did this get back there? And she's like, I was afraid you were going to wear that like out in public with us. Oh, I, was like, I was like, no, 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 this is just the snow jacket. I should have expressed that. I have no desire to wear this any other time except when I'm shoveling the driveway. There used to be a jacket that was popular. It was like an army green color and maybe popular in the mid-70s, and it was trimmed. It looked like something you'd wear in Alaska, but it was trimmed. the hood was trimmed with, like, fur, mm-hmm. and very, very popular. And I remember people in high school, and I can't remember the name. that it, There was, like a, like, a name. Like, you know how you call, like, those shoes packies? Yeah. Um, well, this this jacket had a name, but I can't think of it. But you could get, like, a cheaper version, which had, like, the synthetic fur, or you could get the real fur. Like, I think that Carter's downtown used to sell them with the real fur around the hood. And um, I just remember that being a real thing for a while. In the, I think it was in the 70s. I was, I was never a fur guy. When I was, when I was in eighth grade, there was a, a jacket called Triple Fat Goose. And they were these big, like, puffy winter jackets that all the kids were wearing. Oh, I remember those, yeah. And they weren't cheap. And mm-hmm. a friend of mine, you know, and kids were wearing them in school because when I went to Wareham Middle School, it was very cold in some mm-hmm. of the classrooms in those days. And so we would wear them, and uh, a girl was wearing hers in the science classroom, and she set her jacket on fire with a Bunsen burner accidentally. Oh, no. And so then they said we couldn't wear our jackets in class anymore. <laughs> so just just no. because she was going to melt, a, a, you know, one jacket doesn't mean the rest of us have to be cold. Oh, God, that's funny. All right. Well, I thank you so much for the call and for the story. No problem. You have a good day. You too. And uh, I think that, um, I think that uh, jackets are something that, you know, for, for my generation, maybe people a little bit younger than me. And then, of course, people that are older than me are a thing. I think when you get to like the youngest of the millennials and maybe into the next generations after that, they don't wear jackets. They wear hooded sweatshirts all the time. And granted, I I like to wear hooded sweatshirts too. But like my son will wear a hooded sweatshirt when it's 25 degrees out and that's his jacket. Like, no, you need a little bit more than that. But I think that there's there's some sort of a disconnect at a certain age. You know, you don't, you don't want to have to wear it. And it's not because you're like, because I, I was never the kind of guy that was like, well, I want everybody to see the cool clothes that I'm wearing. No, but I just didn't want to wear the jacket. And even now I'll avoid it as much as I can because it's something you got to remember to take off, put somewhere, put back on. It can be bulky. It can get in the way. That's why I had to get a smaller version of the jacket that I already liked. I'm getting to be that way where it's like, I'm just going to buy the same things all the time and just buy new versions of the same thing. I've literally bought in the same pair of sneakers, Nike sneakers, four times now. The same pair of Jordans four times. Bought a black pair, a white pair, and then I bought two more black pairs as I've worn through the black pairs that I had. And if I go to the outlet one day and they don't have them anymore, I'm going to be heartbroken. I'm just a creature of habit now, I guess. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Tim. Morning. Um, I think she's talking about a snorkel coat. A snorkel <laughs> coat? 
Yeah, snorkel coat, the one with the, um, they were really heavy, they were big, and they would make them look really huge. My father and mother bought us all one for Christmas one year, and oh, we hated wearing them. Because we walked to school, because that was high, it was on um, Sokum Road. And, um, yeah, it was called the snorkel coat, and oh, God, as soon as we got to the school, we took them off. I'm, I'm looking at them we right now online, I, I definitely have seen these before. Yeah, is it a snorkel coat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was years ago in the seventies, and oh yeah, we hated wearing them. We took it, we took it off before we walked into school, and you know what's here with them on? Oh God, see and they were warm. When when I was in like high school and college, the pea coat came back into fashion, yeah. and uh, and at the time, you know, my ex wife was my girlfriend at the time, and she had one, and she's like, "You should get one of these. You'd look really good in a pea coat." And I'm like, "No way, no way." I'm not not wearing. I don't want a jacket that stops at my waist. I want a jacket that goes beyond my waist. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember those too. Da- um, yep, and Herb in New Bedford said snorkel jacket and Abchat, and uh, Dave in New Bedford said Arctic jacket or coat. So I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's probably the same. Everybody's probably having the same idea here. Oh, on that on that coat. Yeah, um, I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. There was all different names, but that was like, and it was so so thick. I was like, oh, my God, we were sweating by the time we got to the school. We were being walked because we were right near it. But, um, yeah, I, so I was looking at your videos on um, on Facebook. They came out really good. And now that um, the Christmas tree shop, that's a, now what is that, a store or um, a haunted house this year? No, that's a store. So that's Spirit Halloween. That's awesome. And yeah, you can go, and you know, they sell, um, they sell Halloween costumes and they sell, like, Halloween decor. And they have um, you know animatronic stuff you can buy, and it's there's a lot of stuff in there that I I wanted wanted to buy, but I I didn't want to spend too much money. But it's um it's you know it's it's just a seasonal store that'll close up probably a couple of days after Halloween, and then who knows what's going to be in there after that. But it looks it looks really cool having all that Halloween stuff like under yeah. that post and beam structure. Yeah, really looks awesome. Yeah, they do that quick, huh? Yeah, I mean, they, they set those stores up pretty fast anyway because they yeah. they are just seasonal. And if you look, it's funny because I was looking at the way the store is set up and you can tell it's like a it's like a formula. So it's almost like a prefab thing where they know exactly where to put things and how to set it up. And it probably took them just a couple of days to get it up and running. And then it'll take them just a couple of days to break it down. And, you know, the joke, the running joke is whenever a store closes that it'll become a spirit Halloween because that's what they do. They move into abandoned stores. And everybody right, made right. that joke when Christmas tree shop closed. But, no, I don't think anybody expected that one would become one. Yeah, okay, that was really good as one. It's like the one in uh, Dartmouth, uh, Circuit City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had it there forever. That, yeah. Now, where is it now? Is it still there? Uh, I think I don't. I think it's over in the uh, Ann and Hope Plaza now. I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Oh, okay. I think yeah, somebody can call and correct me. I um I haven't been. I try to avoid going to Spirit Halloween because again I will spend too much money. I went to that one just just to see it because I had to see it and and for the story. And then I wrote another story oh. while I was out that way that I have up today at wbsm.com and on the app about a very interesting restaurant that's not too far from there that is perfect for the fall weather. It's 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 an outdoor place, but it's very unique. Oh. So it's called Off the Grid. And it's a food truck. It started with a food truck that was down in the Virgin Islands in St. Thomas. And then when Hurricane Maria and Hurricane Irma hit, they moved it up here. And then they 
added on. So they have a bus where they used to do barbecue in the bus. Now they do breakfast in the bus. They have a little barbecue building. They have a little burrito building. They have a little seafood food truck. And it's kind of all parked together in this campus that you can walk over from one to the other. And there's tables and there's a field out back where they do cornhole and badminton and everything. And I've got a bunch of photos uh, on the story so you can see it for yourself. What was that before? Um, I, it was an art. It's, it's on the it's on the land that was an art gallery building. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was an art gallery. Originally, it was a home that was built for the person who was the chief engineer of the Cape Cod Canal, and then oh. that became an art gallery. And then they moved this food into the place that was the art. They moved this this restaurant concept into the yard around this art gallery, and now they're turning the gallery into an indoor por- portion for it. Oh no, kidding! It's very, very cool, very unique. So when you wow, when you see the story and you nice. see the photos, you're going to be like, "I got to get down there." And I didn't even put any photos of the food, really. It's just just the concept itself is very cool. Oh, but look at that! And who was eating the chip? Which on your on the video, um, eating that hot spicy chip? Oh, the one on my TikTok. On your... That's my son. Oh, is that your son? Yeah, I that was like that was last year. year. Yeah. Oh, that was last year. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's like a hot ticket. Yeah, I'm not feeding him this year's uh, chip. Now I want to put people in the hospital and, and killed one kid, so. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. No no one chip challenge this year. No. All righty, then. All right. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And, uh, yeah, I put a video into the story about the Spirit Halloween that moved into the Christmas tree shop uh, at the Sagamore Bridge. I put a video in there from my TikTok. So then Colleen must have gone and seen some of my other TikTok videos, which... Not all of them are winners. Uh, I'm not really good at TikTok, but I, I spent a lot of time making that one with the Christmas tree shop. My friend Amanda is very good at it, and I was trying to ask her advice, and I couldn't quite get the concept of everything that was going on, but I think I did a decent enough job. All right, uh, callers, I see you on, but hang on because i got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And caller, we only have about a minute before we're going to go into the news, so I'm going to just ask you to hold on. We'll take you right after the news. I will say that coming up in the 8 o'clock hour is your first chance to win Trump's money, your first code of the day. And we will have 10 codes for you throughout the day, beginning at 8 a.m. and through the 5 p.m. hour. When you hear those codes, you have to enter them in at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app on the page to win Trump's money. So if you open up the app, don't go to app chat and send in the code. I can't help you with it. I can't put the code in for you. You have to hit the money bag button in the middle of your screen that says win Trump's money. Then when you open that up, you can scroll down. You can get some extra entries for yourself by performing some functions on social media. And then below that, you will see all the codes for today. Find the hour for the right code. You know, whatever hour it is that you're putting the code in for, find that box, type it in and then hit I'm done and that will submit it. Sending it in via app chat, Stephanie, does not give you an entry to win. You have to enter it into that box in order to be entered to win. So it's all there for you at WBSM.com or on the app if you need to read more about it. And of course, you can always reach out to me, Tim at WBSM.com or send me an app chat message and I'm happy to walk you through it. But again, just typing them into app chat is not going to enter you into the contest. I don't have access to be able to do that for you. I'm sorry. All right. Well, now it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the latest headlines of the day with Adam Betts. (laughs) 
Writers Guild of America leadership is set to vote today on whether or not to approve the tentative deal that would end the writer's strike. Its negotiating committee reached the agreement with the Hollywood's top studios over the weekend, suspending all picketing. If the deal is agreed upon, it would go into effect immediately and the roughly 11,000 WGA members for approval. The writer's walkout began more than 140 days ago, bringing the film and TV industry to a halt. Seven Republican presidential candidates have qualified for Wednesday's debate in California. The RNC announced Monday that former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who took part in the first debate in Milwaukee last month, did not make the cut. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former Vice President Mike Pence will return to the stage, along with North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. The group also includes entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Former President Trump is skipping the debate. An Arizona congressman is attacking Joint Chiefs of, Chiefs of Staff Mark Miley. Miley, who is retiring this month, Trey Thomas reports. In his recent newsletter to constituents, Republican Paul Gosar blamed Milley for what took place at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021, and suggested he would be hung for his actions in a better society. He accused the former Army Chief of Staff of secretly meeting with former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and treasonously working behind President Trump's back. I'm Trey Thomas. The House Oversight Committee will hold its first hearing on the impeachment inquiry into President Biden on Thursday. Mark Mayfield reports. It'll likely focus on constitutional and legal questions around the president's alleged involvement in his son Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings during his time as vice president. Committee Chair James Comer also wants to subpoena the personal bank records of Hunter Biden and the president's brother, James Biden. Witnesses for the panel's first hearing were announced on Monday. They include a law professor who testified in the Clinton and Trump impeachments. The president has denied any wrongdoing. I'm Mark Mayfield. And the mayor of Malibu is calling out Kourtney Kardashian, claiming she had lied on a permit application. Mayor Bruce Silverstein says Kardashian misrepresented the nature of a party thrown at a mansion on Saturday. Silverstein claims the event was represented as a baby shower being hosted by the owner of the property. In reality, he says the house was rented out for a large influencer event. In sports, both the Boston Bruins and the Boston Red Sox have a game tonight, with the Bruins facing off against the Buffalo Sabres at 7 p.m., and the Red Sox playing ball against the Tampa Bay Rays at 7.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. A lot of clouds around the Region 4 this morning, a little bit damp with some patchy fog in spots as well. But as we get into the afternoon, they'll be brightening to the sky. In fact, we may even see some peaks of sunshine from time to time, especially the further north you are with highs reaching right around 62 degrees. Winds out of the northeast at 10 to 18 miles per hour. For tonight, at least partial clearing settling across the region. There will be some patchy fog forming, though, as lows drop all the way down to the upper 40s. A delightful day coming our way for Wednesday and Thursday. Lots of sunshine. High temperatures in the mid-60s on Wednesday, reaching the upper 60s to near 70 on Thursday. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 60 degrees right now in New Bedford.
I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. 1420 WBSM, as crystal clear as FM. Stream us on the WBSM app. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, hi, Tim. How you doing? The best, best, the best jacket I ever had was uh, was a leather leather pilot's jacket. Oh yeah. I got way back at um, at Chess King in the mall. I think that was about seventy eight or seventy nine, and that had. Oh, the leather pockets, the uh, the the leather pockets, the foot pockets, the straps, the uh, uh, fur collar. That was that was the best thing I ever, best jacket I ever had. I met. I was heartbreak, heartbroken when I lost that. Well, you never got another one. No, now they're like two. Now they're like. Uh, couple of yeah that is true like that's the that's the downside to, to leather is you got to spend a lot of money but you're going to get a lot of use out of it and i i actually don't like when leather jackets are new i like when the leather's already been broken in so that's why i try to buy them used oh go on ebay you'll well, probably find one for you know 40 50 bucks yeah no i'm getting old i don't really wear leather that much <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's that's my fear is eventually someday I'll be wearing leather when I look like I'm leather. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get to that point. Yeah. You know, yeah, you won't know where I end and the coat begins. Yeah, that's about where I end now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. You have a great day. Okay, Bob. And uh, if you want to share, 508-996-0500. Uh, going back to the, the discussion about the Christmas tree shop, which, you know, now is the spirit Halloween, which you can see it at WBSM.com and on the app. I, um, I went over there, took a bunch of photos, made a little TikTok video that kind of gives you some behind, you know, not behind the scenes, but gives you kind of a summary of everything that's around there. It's just like another spirit Halloween store, except it's inside that thatched roof and windmill building that housed the Christmas tree shop for so many decades. And it also has uh, some pretty cool animatronic stuff in there. You know, they try to put that stuff in all of the different spirit Halloweens, but I like the setup that they have in this one. And uh, check it out. See what you think. There's also a story about a unique restaurant concept not that far from there that I think that you will be interested in. And it's, you know, it's more about the idea of what it's all about than it is about the food, but the food was very good. I had some brisket, uh, and then um, brisket with coleslaw, and I had a beer. Because I went over there because I'm doing a ghost hunt with the Sandwich Chamber of Commerce, and we were checking out some of the locations that we're going to do, and then I realized I hadn't eaten anything. And so I said I should grab something before I head home. Glad I did because I ended up in traffic trying to get back over the Bourne Bridge because of the work they're doing. 
But I said, let me stop and get something to eat. And so I remembered hearing about that place and I stopped in and had a great time, great experience. So I had a beer and brisket and coleslaw and my whole bill came out to like 22 bucks. So not bad at all. But you can find out more about that by, by reading about it. Uh, also, let me read this. This app chat message from JJ in Fairhaven who says, I think the Christmas tree shop with the thatched roof could be used for venue rental. I mean, imagine that. Imagine being able to rent that place out to have a wedding because you've got great canal views there. Remember that big window that they had? It's now covered up because they have Halloween stuff in front of it, but that was one of the draws of going there was they had that big window that you could look out over the canal. And the plexiglass window that allowed you to look into the windmill and see the inner workings of the windmill when the windmill used to turn. I don't know if it does anymore, but that was, that was also blocked off. But that would be a great spot for things like that for as long as it's going to be there. If they're going to be replacing the bridges, I get a feeling that that might have to go. I hope not, but I could see that having to, you know, because it's, it's a horrible place to go on and off the bridge. It's not easy like the Bourne Bridge. So I could see them, you know, coming up with that flyover concept like they have on the other side of it. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. What's going on, Lamone? Shake it. Not much. Oh, yesterday when I called back the second time, you didn't know who Tom Lawson was. So I called you back with that. Yes. When I called back the third time, you said I was off topic. I was calling to tell you the reason why uh, Lars Ulrich and... James Hetfield told me the reason why they wouldn't. They told me the reason why they wouldn't play the Super Bowl. And but, why why wouldn't and, they? And, well, because they said they play too hard. Their music is too hard, and it's like that's what that's what they told me themselves. And that I was trying to tell you that before I hung up before you hung up on me. But no, and it's like well, because it was your third why. call of the day, Lamone. I can't let you call three times. But you didn't have the answers. I wouldn't want you to pass on false information. That, you, always want, you always want to be the right person, the right answer. And so, it's all right. You, could, you can just email it. I just can't, I can't let you call three times. And everybody's going to want to call three times, and then we don't move the show forward. But I call so far away from the other side of the country. And, 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 and all you wonderful listeners say, yeah, he's cool. We like it when he calls. You are becoming, you are becoming popular. I thank you. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't have to worry about that when I come over through there. Here, boom. Like that's no, I'm not trying to hear anything like that. Not that popular. Okay, let's, let's they're going to follow me like a Madonna or something like that. Not the Madonna, I mean Madonna. You know, so, okay, but like it's, it's the reason why you're partially correct. They want to have people, you know, people that can get up and move. And, you know, it's like when they have, like, that's with Usher. And they also want to have somebody when they had him. He was doing it. He finally do it while he was doing his residency here in Las Vegas. Now, see, let's say if um, let's say uh, maybe maybe a few years from now, Taylor Swift might be doing a residency here. Miss, she might be on there. And what I'm thinking is going to happen uh, because you know U2 is going to be here. Maybe they might make a surprise appearance in the Super Bowl uh, doing that. They'll be back again. You know, and, yeah, and I mean, they to, to me, they were the best halftime show of all time. And not just because I love them and they're my favorite band, but because of the way that it was tied in with 9-11 and the names that they had uh, scrolling up on the screen. And it was just, it was a it was a goosebumps moment for sure. Well, they're, they're my, my second favorite band, you know. And I have reason why, like you have your reasons. But personally, I think that it's, it's going to be hard to outdo Michael Jackson with Prince. They did the New Year's Eve show, but that's uh, the uh, Super Bowl show. 
that's those were off the hook. Now, like I said, you you said yeah, you two's off the hook, and I and I have personal love and, and affection for them. And so it was like that's like I said, that's that's think about that. That that would be great to see them see them perform again. Yeah, up there. But like I said, but the, pro- the problem is half America hates you two these days. Oh, they do. Ever since they ever since they auto delivered that album to everybody's iTunes account, people's public the public opinion of you two has has gone down quite a bit. They wanted people to go and buy the stuff in the stores like everyone should be doing instead of online. You know, get your stuff in the stores, your records, your music like that the way it's supposed to be. God, God, God forbid, a band gave you a free album that you could just delete if you didn't like it. Well, that's well, heaven for yeah, exactly. Why would I a, a free album? Man. Like that one album says, still this, you know, they have right on the front. You remember? Oh, you yeah, right. System, System of a Down. Yes, that's what. And so that was funny. But people would steal it. And right now, so we could steal this. Oh, you wouldn't be surprised how many times on the first day at, up the, at the, the Meadows Mall that they had people getting arrested for trying to steal. <laughs> it says, steal this was, album right on it. Yeah, it's free. It run, run like the wind. And see, that was what I'm talking about. That, like I said, the friends of you too. They're always an economical band, you know. Their performance, they always like to put, you know, you don't have to pay money, much money, except for coming here to see them around this, with that, the, the ball, the big, the, the, the sphere, that's going to be expensive. The cheapest tickets are like $300. And so on, it's like, but it's, it's but like, usually they'll, they're, they're really economical. They'll like big tickets, no more than 70 bucks. That's like, like a, like a, a not green, a, what's the name? Um, uh, um, the thing, Jeremy, Jeremy spoken, you know, uh, Pearl Jam, Edwin Flow, yeah, they used to have tickets for more than thirty bucks. That's like also that's person where they're doing it, Garth Brooks. You want to talk about being entertained? I've seen them like ten, twenty three times in concert, and every time I I walk out the door, I'm always singing and tapping my toes and laughing and having a great time. He always puts on a great show. I love me, I love me some Garth Brooks, and so that's. That whole different story. I, I'm, I'm not trying to lose my black card again. You know how that went down the last time. So, but yeah, Garth Brooks, he's, he's, he's off again. Like I said, I'm seeing that they're going to have, like, uh, there's other people doing residency. You know, like uh, Aerosmith is going to be doing the, finishing up the residency here, you know, since they're retiring. And so maybe they might make an appearance. I know Chicago, they're doing the residency and, and, and supposedly at the end of the year before New Year's. Uh, Peter Soteris will be back and seeing the first time since 1984. That's 40 years. Can you imagine that? 40 damn years. And Peter Soteris, that's when I think Chicago was off the chain. Then in 86 when they won the Super Bowl. Those are two times that haven't been off the hook since then. It's right around the time that the the band peaked too. The band and, and, and the football team both peaking at the same time. Yeah, that is kind of sad, Lamont. I just got to hold you there, Lamont, because I got to take a break here. All right, then. Are you? I guess no, nothing this next weekend. Then you said about this weekend. No, I'm not this to, weekend. Uh, I I got too much too much going on. I got to get up early. I've got to walk that five k at nine a.m. the next day. I can't be out till one or two in the morning. Yeah, so t- uh, today's a bad anniversary for me. My fiance's plane crashed this day. Oh, I'm sorry. Quite a few years back. You remember, it turns out the last time I was in love. I'm, I've had a child and had plenty of girlfriends since in between time, but still haven't found a still haven't found what I'm looking for. Ah, so, I see what God, you did there. God bless. All right. God bless all of y'all and have a great day. Take you as well. Time. That is Lamone right. in Las Vegas, and now uh, we are going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> 
508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. You can also send app chat messages on the WBSM app or open line voicemails, whatever way you want to communicate. But of course, I love talking to you and hearing from you. And coming up in the next hour, one of the things I want to discuss is this push in Massachusetts to bring tipped workers up to minimum wage, but allow them to still continue to get tips. And I want to talk to you why... Uh, talk about with you why I don't really love that plan and get your thoughts on that as well. But of course, you know, we have a lot of restaurants around here. A lot of restaurants on the South Coast. Our, our listeners love restaurants. And one of the restaurants that everybody consistently tells me is amongst their favorites is Alianza Restaurant. Because Alianza is, it's, it's an experience as much as it is a restaurant. It's not just about going in there and ordering what they have on the menu because they've got a lot of great things on the menu, but it's about going in there and and having them help you find the perfect thing for what you're craving. And when you walk in, you talk to Susie and you say, you know, I think I want want steak tonight, but I want it, I don't know, I I want something that's a little, I just don't want a straight grilled steak. I want something that's going to be savory. I want something that's going to, and she will be able to point you in the right direction because they have not only so many great dishes, especially Portuguese dishes, they serve Portuguese food in a warm and comfortable setting that you will feel like, you know, you're hanging out with friends rather than out at a restaurant, but they also have specialty dishes all the time that will... It's, it's like comfort food, but at the same time, it's also like having a really special meal. You know what I mean? So it, it's going to make you feel better, feel good eating it. But at the same time, it's also going to take your taste buds on an adventure. And we're talking things like chicken cognac. We're talking about shrimp alianza. We're talking about some of their daily specials. You know, right now today they're, they're closed, but tomorrow they'll have stuffed chicken cognac on special. On Thursday, sweet pea stew. On Friday, of course, the octopus that is out of this world. Those are just some of the specials you'll find. And the kitchen closes at 8 p.m. on weeknights and 9 on on weekends. But there's also a bar menu so that you can stop by for a drink and still be able to have a little quick bite. And I'm going to tell you, it gets pretty fun over there after the kitchen closes. And everybody's hanging out and having a good time. So... Just because the kitchen might be closed, don't think that you can't go out to Alianza and still have a great night. Visit them for lunch or dinner on Cove Road in New Bedford. Go to AlianzaRestaurant.com and follow them on Facebook for daily specials. That's Alianza Restaurant on Cove Road in New Bedford. You are going to love the Alianza experience. All right, I do have to take one more break this hour. We'll be right back. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.